The time has come to let your child leave the nest, move out, go to college, get married, or whatever. Is this you? Oh my God! <laughs> the world's gonna hit my baby! <laughs> or is this you? Shit! They the left, time to twerk. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Red to drink all the cocktails. Okay. Whichever one that is, let's dive into it. Welcome to It's Hard to Be Me, the podcast. Hi, everybody. This is Pine Size Diva. And as you know, this is my podcast, the show that you're going to get the real tea, the real scoop, some highs, some lows, and around raw and dosy dose. But one thing you'll learn about me is that I'm always going to keep it 100 solid all the way through from the front to the back and up and the down so follow me on this journey as you continue to hear about how hard it is to be me we'll say this for anybody who has small children in the room you might not want them to listen to this particular portion of the podcast because it's going to get real in these streets okay and for all my parents that got children graduating from high school graduate from college or about to move out this podcast is for you and you and you and you and you now this is going to get real and get honest I really want your feedback so please make sure you share this podcast with your friends let other people listen to it because we want to get in on the conversation and follow me on social media on Twitter at Diva 10 and on Instagram at Model 16 and let's join the conversation let's get started senior year of high school has to be the most financially draining time of a parent's life why in the hell they don't tell you all the money they gonna ask you for doing that year i'm gonna drink my water on this y'all can understand because i gotta get this throat lossage clear okay okay now that the throat is clear let's be real senior year of high school is the most financially daunting time because every time it's her rather asking you for money why they don't tell you these things and when we were seniors in high school it wasn't like this like all we had was senior dues and they expect you to do a graduation photo shoot but they don't tell you about all the other stuff, the senior trips, all the, the events. You got prom. You got applied to colleges. Before they started allowing kids to apply for college for free, it was the responsibility of the parents to eat the cost. Now, if you add all that up, child, that is your rent times two. I am a firm believer in letting your children do what they want to do, but at what financial cost is it going to cost you? Everybody's parents cannot afford for their kids to get their graduation picture done, to go to prom, to pay for college application fees, to pay for ACT and SAT, or to do all the activities that most senior schools do. Now, my child was in a different circumstance, so her senior experience was completely different from everybody else's. But as for my college experience, you know I'm old and vintage and things, and I'll be 40 years old in 10 days. But that besides the point. But... <laughs> But senior year is completely different in high school because they drain the parents dry. And don't let your child be a football player, uh, run track, 
a cheerleader on in the band on the dance team then you have nationals you have regionals you have costumes hair makeup cleats you have basketball shoes you name it they are draining your wallet dry i'm a firm believer now, I can be wrong. I'm a firm believer that senior year is a way for the school to make money off the seniors because they know everybody's going to want to do everything. This is my point of view, and I'm sticking to it. So, in my eye, this is what I call money, 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 <laughs> money, because they draining your wallet. Child, I wish I could pull back the bank statements when my daughter was a senior in high school. Huh. <sighs> I might do that for y'all one time. I might post that on here. The financial aspects of senior year. Hmm. That's a good one. I might get back to y'all on that one. But you also want your children to be happy. You want them to be able to do the things that they want to do. Now, I will put this wonderful disclaimer out there. If you are one of those parents that cannot afford these things, don't feel shame. Don't. Because when I was a senior in high school, I couldn't afford it either. Somebody else paid for my senior picture to be taken. And somebody else paid for my prom ticket. And my dress was paid for by somebody else. And because I was nine months pregnant, I just wanted to go just to say I went. I'll be honest with you. Because like I said again, I was a teenage mother. So I was the big old nine-month pregnant girl at the prom. And all I did was sat there and laugh with my friends. But... I'm happy that I had that experience, but a lot of students don't have that experience for whatever case it might be. They might be foster children. Their parents probably don't have the finance to do so. Or in these days, a lot of kids don't want to go to a lot of the events because they really are just ready to graduate from high school. I mean, ready, like get me the hell out of here. Do I have to go to class? Do I have to see this teacher? Do I have to go to this event? Why me, sweet baby Jesus turn? That's how some kids feel. But at the end of the day, you have to understand why the kids feel that way. Every school is different. And according to where you live at, Every school is not created equal. All activities are not designed for every child to have the same experience. You'll have one children or one child that will go to a great high school to have a, a, a cruise as a senior trip. Then you might have some schools that are in their inner city community, quotations allegedly, and their senior trip might be to Nashville or it might be to Birmingham. Or it might be down to Missouri, down to the mountains or something. Who in the hell to the no, 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 want to spend a senior trip in the woods somewhere? I know I wouldn't, would you? I'm just saying, let's think about it. Every child's experience is different according to the situations in which they grew up in and also the school in which they come out of to be the fact. But we'll dive more into that. Time to pay for some bills. Be right back. Now it's time for college selections. And one thing we all know is when those letters start coming in the mail, the stress is there for three reasons. One, if your child has a particular school they want to go to and they don't get in, oh God, get ready for that. Number two, if they don't get a scholarship and they know they've worked their butt off their entire life to get it, 
that's another laundry list of issues. And number three, if they get into the school they want but don't get a scholarship, how in the hell now are we as parents going to pay for it? Then also number four, that's a bonus. If your child decides not to go to college, how do you feel about it? Those are things that we face. So in my particular child's situation, what happened is because they were helping all the top 10 students at their school, they didn't really help anybody else. And we had to go to all these recruiting events. We paid to go out of town. We did a lot of groundwork on our own that the school had resources for, but they didn't help my child because she wasn't in the top 10 or was in the elite students. Now, my daughter is very smart and trust me, she is slaying in these grades all the way up to now but back then they didn't want to help students like that allegedly because you got to put that out there these days in 2020 allegedly everybody looking for a coin okay so finally got the acceptance letter after months and months and months and months of calling the recruiters and everything else to get her into the school now the question comes on me as how in the hell am I gonna pay for it I tell y'all, y'all don't understand how many stages I twirled on to pay this tuition. Oh my God, I wish, I wish I could do a whole episode on how I paid for college leading up to her senior year, which she's in now. But that's going to be the one of the most interesting podcasts I ever do if I ever decide to do it. And I might bring her on for for a different perspective, but according to how she feels. So now... Your child is graduated and they've selected the school that they want to go to. Now, if they're not staying within their state, that is one thing I have learned. I don't like this word. It's called out of state tuition. Oh my God. This morning, me and my family were sitting on the couch watching a YouTube video. And to go to a certain school, I'm not going to say the school, for their in-state students, it was $5,400 a year. That's it. Okay. For their out-of-state students... It was $39,740. And if you add on housing, it tacked up to almost $55,000. Oh my God. It don't make no sense. That is a lot of money. They're capitalizing off students coming from another country, another state to make sure that they make their money back. And then you got to provide and feed and clothe and everything else. And if one thing I have learned from watching YouTube videos with my child, if your child attend a HBCU, there's an extra expense that you're going to have to occur as a parent. It's called a maintenance fee. Not a maintenance fee as far as like a car or credit card or whatever it is. It's going to be no. It's going to be hair, nails, toes, clothes, shoes, parties. That is an expense. So you, whatever you're spending in tuition, you're going to have to spend an extra $5,000 a year just to make sure they look like everybody else that's walking around on campus. Because when you attend an HBCU, for some reason I have seen on YouTube, it's like everybody got to have their hair toes, knees and elbows done, lashes on fleek, makeup popped to the back row, brows. Ugh, it's a lot. Woo! So we got our church in the college. Okay, so parents... What is in it for us? It could be freedom for some. It could be peace and quiet for others. It could be a sense of trying to discover who you are for many. And it could be a new list of challenges. And that's something that we all have to face. 
So what's going on now is that the first year is always the hardest year because they're trying to get through leaving home, not having the comforts. They got to clean, cook, take care of themselves, have time management skills that they might not have had at home. Unless they're going to be walking around with dirty drawers, nasty hair, no food, stank clothes, and not being in class on time. But you know, sometimes you got to let your kids fall so that way they can go ahead and they can be a better productive student. Most of the times, if your freshman child is not one of those that want to do the work, after freshman year, they come home and then they're home with you. So all the new stuff you got used to about being home by yourself, it doesn't work that way because they're at home. Then you have a new set of challenges. And this is why I said at the top of the video to make sure that if you had small kids in the room, walk away. The new challenge is, did you educate your child enough about sex, relationships, and STDs and STIs before you left them at the school? Because one thing that I have learned about being in college is that, baby, they, they is in college having sex beyond repair. And I don't mean the regular missionary in, out, in, hump, back, in. Nah, baby, they over there booting me down. Booting me down. Bust it, bust it, bust it. They doing everything. Mouth, back row, front row, front shot, eye shot. They doing everything. Child, you ask some of these college students about sex these days, they, they could teach you something. You make, make you feel like you're foreign. That's real talk, for real, for real. So how many parents out there are really giving their kids the tools that they need? Are you telling your kids about using protection in the morning after peel, going to the doctor, getting their body checked, their teeth checked, making sure they're eating properly, making sure they're not doing anything they ain't got no business, drugs, alcohol, you know, just a multitude of things. It's so much temptation at college because it's so much freedom. And then how to, how to navigate that? And then parents, when you get home, how hard is it for you to transition without your kids? I will be this full disclosure because my child went to school about two months early. My transition period without my daughter was really hard because when she left the first three months, she left, I lost 14 pounds because not be, not because I was trying. It's because I was so stressed out because my daughter has been connected to my hip ever since she was born she has always been that person that we laugh we talk we share the same interests in some things and she's always been that particular child but I had to let her go and she had to go into a world that she wasn't familiar with and face challenges that I could not help her with and I could not save her from and it stressed me out like people was looking at me like what the hell is wrong with you and she only went to college she only went to college for y'all but for me it was a major it was a major pull because I had to learn how to take care of myself and I still don't like I gave her an allowance I realized that wasn't enough um I realized that she's a lot stronger than what I thought which I'm very proud of but it made me look within myself so I was one of them parents was like oh my baby <sighs> that was me freshman year sophomore year I was like okay she got this until she became extra 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 independent we had three jobs six classes and then I was like what the hell is wrong with you but you know what she proved to me that no matter what situation she was in she can handle her own and that's the girl that I raised and that's is why now she's going into a senior I'm like oh okay cool so what's next what's after graduation we're not even talking about the senior year and things like that we're talking about after that like are you going to come home to stay a year and save your money 
or are you going to stay there because she semi has a job but are you going to stay there and figure it out are you going to move like what are you going to do and those are the conversations that i'm having with my senior college child right now but the question i'm having to myself is girl your child is one step closer from moving out permanently that is scary as hell is learning and realizing and really taking a breath to say my child when she moves out this time she's gone that is a culture shock just in case y'all never ever ever been through that i'm telling you it is a slap in the face seriously like i'm so damn scared and I'm scared for her because she can handle her own. I'm scared for me because now it's going to be me against the world. Like now I don't have the excuse of, oh, I have to do this for my child. Oh, I have to do this for my child. It is now, what are you doing for you? And that's the part that freaks me out. You have to navigate this new norm. You have to navigate the fact that when your child leave for college their senior year, there's a slimmer of chance or a big chance, according to how your child has been doing in school, that they might not come back home. And if you're one of those people that only have one child, that is an adjustment. Let me go ahead and be the one to tell you, I'm not going to sit up here and try to act like it's going to be easy. I will be lying to you. So I am honestly taking this time that she has been home since March to love on her to give her you know give her knowledge and wisdom beyond her years to help her navigate this next level because I got a feeling she ain't coming home that's just me but I'm okay with it because I know that I equipped my child with all the tools tools that she needed in order to get out there and to be self-sufficient to be independent to take care of her own I know she's gonna have a pet either a dog or a cat either way my child's a pet lover I already know it's gonna be her and fluffy or roof roof or whatever she gonna call her child her pet child and they gonna be living but they gonna be all right you know what I'm saying and that's something we all have to hang our hopes and dreams and our things on so empty nesters if you are in these stages your child is a senior in high school or if your child is a senior in college or if your child went to the military or they're about to get married or they're moving in with their significant other in a relationship whatever it is let me just go ahead and help you it's going to be okay but it's going to be the hardest transition you will ever go through. Now, they daddy going to be like, oh, okay, get the fuck out. Come on, move your stuff. Let me help you. Go on over there. All right, I love you. Cool. Boom. Blah, da, da. They're going to be like that. The mom's going to be, oh, if you need anything, call me. I love you. Going to be calling every three days. You doing okay? You eating? You lonely? You come over? You watch clothes? You going to be that parent. I'm telling you, you're going to be that parent all the way through. I can't be that parent because my child is such a loner. And on top of all that, she don't like people to be up under her like that. So I'm going to have to have a clean break. I can't have a break where I call her every three days for the first six months. I ain't going to do that. It's going to have to be a clean break. But just know, being an empty nester is a transition not only for the child, but it's for the adult. Make sure you understand that it's okay to feel all the feelings. Just don't try to control your child's life. Don't pop up at your child's house or dorm without calling or texting. And make sure that when they come off your payroll, they understand what they're paying, how they're paying it, how they're going to do it, and why you're pulling them off your payroll. Let that be known. 
when they move, pull them off the payroll too. It makes it a clean break. Because if you keep them on payroll, you feel like you can control them. And that's not fair to the child or to you. And I am through. Thank you guys so much for listening to Empty Nester. Now what? So what's time for us to do? Well, parents that have senior kids in high school or senior kids in college, it's time for us to live our best life. It's time for us to do us. It's time for us to travel once this quarantine is lifted halfway through. It's time for us to do what we got to do. Get in the gym, work out, go take a trip, hang out with your man, you know, have sex more. You know what I'm saying? Go out to dinner. You ain't got to cook all the time. You know, get your hair done, get your nails done, take care of yourself, buy your new outfit. Do whatever you feel as long as your bills are paid. I promise it will make you feel like a whole new person i am learning that every day that's why i'm gonna be bougie for my birthday again thank you so much make sure you follow me on social media on twitter it is pint size diva 10 on instagram it's pint size diva model 16 until next time you guys do what you got to do embrace your new self and be great bye